It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Imagine being the parents of one of a hundred kids waiting to go back to or start in the before five center okay um and get this text message then yesterday 23rd august it's with a heavy heart we must announce the closure of our beloved family center before five the organization will not reopen on 31st August. It will close as of today, 23rd August. And Cork City Childcare will support you to find an alternative place for your child. Kind regard, Board of Trustees of Before Five. Donna, you were one of the parents who, who got that message and, and your lad Jackson was all set to go there. Morning. Morning. Um, yeah, PJ, he was... All set to go. Um, he turned three last week. Um, and Jackson actually has additional needs. So we had him in another amazing preschool, by the way. But it's just, before fives have a great reputation for just giving that little bit extra attention to kids that need it. You know, that kind of way, because their classes are a little bit smaller. Yes. Um, and yesterday, four o'clock, we got that message and it just blew me away. I just could not believe that they could send 100 parents that message with kids ready to go back to school next week. Like, this can't happen overnight. They, they have to have known they were struggling for months, you know, that kind of way. Well, we don't even know what the struggles are. Um, they sent us a statement. Fergal got onto them, and they said that we understand... Well, they said the decision wasn't made lightly, and they said they understand the impact it'll have. It's due to, and I quote, a myriad of different reasons, financial challenges, changes in regulation, operational challenges, recruitment issue. They say we've thoroughly considered all the alternatives, but they've no choice of closing their doors. Now, that doesn't butter any turnips for you. No, it doesn't, because it's not giving you any definite answers. Like, it's not saying, okay, we don't have the money, or okay, the staff is not here. They're just blaming a little bit of everything, which is a bit of a get out, if you ask me. Like, if it's a case of they were struggling, it's it's a community, like, it's a, a community preschool. They could have asked for help, you know. I don't know who's on the board of trustees. I've never heard of it. I've just been dealing with the people over there. Um, and they've been very supportive. Like, we, we, we were trying to get Jackson an Ames teacher, and he actually got awarded it and everything. And that was only a few weeks back. And there wasn't even a, you know, oh, 
we could be struggling and if mm-hmm. we don't get help, we might have to shut down in August because the community would have rallied together and helped. Yeah. Like fundraisers or maybe they know staff that needs jobs or like people could come out of retirement. You know what I mean? There's, there's ways around everything if they'd have just asked for help. But this whole thing of getting a text message at four o'clock in the evening with numbers and then the numbers which I've rang are not even in service. Like I rang that Cork City Partnership mm-hmm. number yesterday and it's just to a voicemail. Yeah. You mentioned, you, know, you mentioned the Board of Trustees. Now, myself and Fergal have been racking our brains here all evening or, and, and all evening last evening and all morning this morning trying to find out who are these people? Who is on the Board of Trustees? Because there's no list anywhere that I can find anyway. No, and we're in the same boat because I went looking last night for any sort of information about it and nothing like I think the staff even you know what I mean got a text message yesterday that they're done that they're not going back to work that's a craziness like the world is falling apart and the education system is not to par as it is but to be aiming it at kids this young um, like a lot of these parents they would have gave up schools they would have gave up places in other schools to send them there and now those kids are just going to be forgotten about what are you going to you know, do? What are you going to do for Jackson now? I have absolutely no idea. Now I did go back to his his original preschool that like he's still in at the moment, but I expected it. You know, they had a waiting list and his place is gone. And I, you know, I can't blame them because I gave it up to move him <laughs> to the before five. So they said that they'll try help me as much as they can, but they, there's definitely not a place for him starting next week. And um, so he's out of school now from Friday, and I have absolutely nowhere to bring him. No, Nobody is helping anybody with additional needs anyway. There's such little help out there for any parent that's struggling with a kid with additional needs. Now, on top of that, I kind of landed on my feet with the before fives, with the AIM support and everything. It was all sorted. And now I'm back to square one with literally nobody looking out for my child. How do you feel as a mommy? Um... You know what? I, I'm I'm more devastated for Jackson because he's coming on a lot recently. So this is going to send him back months of work that we've been doing. You know, he's been speech therapy and in the Rainbow Club in Mahin, and he's doing fantastic. But mm. a few weeks out of a routine, that can put a child back months of work. You I know, know he's it, only three, but but does he know that he was getting ready to go back to preschool? Does he does he get that sense? I, I think he does. I yeah. think he does. You know, Jackson is nonverbal as well, so okay. he doesn't speak right now. So it's, oh, it's kind of Donna, can I stop you? Yeah. Can I stop you and say I am so happy with the words you just used? Why? Well, I have said many <laughs> times I hate the term nonverbal. I, I just yeah. don't like it. But you said he doesn't speak right now. Yeah. That's fantastic, uh, Donna. No, I think I think eventually he will speak. He's he's babbling a lot more now, and Good. I know that it's it's the proper term to use. He's non-verbal autistic, but he will speak eventually. Good, it's just yeah, right that's now he's fabulous. just I, not. I'm delighted not to hear you say. It. I'm delighted to hear you say. What, <laughs> what's he going to do Monday morning? Tuesday morning. Honestly, honestly, I have no clue, Peter. That's the truth. I have no idea. I know that there's some sort of meeting going on there today. Um, I'm hoping TDs from the area will come out. I'm hoping people will rally behind the school because I went to the school myself. Did you? My, my brothers, sisters, my niece, they all went to the school. And I wanted Jackson to go there because it's, 
it's familiar. You know, it's it's what pushed me when I was a baby. You know, not many people know this, but early intervention is key for autism. And they keep saying early intervention. You have to get early intervention. But then when it comes to trying to get early intervention, everywhere's gone. Places are gone. There is no space. There is no speech therapy. HSE waiting lists are months and months, maybe years long. So landing a place like the Before Fives was ideal for us. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's just, sorry, we're not opening on next week. Best of luck. And here's a number. And they might be able to place your child somewhere else, but probably not. Not good enough, is it, Donna? No. No, it's not. And the, the community up there is a great community. They get behind a lot of things. I feel like if they'd have come to us and they would called a public meeting and said, look, guys, we will have to shut the school if we don't get financial aid or we don't get staff that needs to come back or, you know, regulations aren't met. The community would have helped. There's a hundred parents up there in the same boat that I'm in with kids that aren't going anywhere. They have nowhere and they're going to be forgotten about because preschools are completely full. Yes, yes. They're, not only are they completely full, Donna, but as Elaine Dunn has told me from the Federation of Providers, they're closing every day. Yeah, and, and it's, it's horrible because I know that they're only babies. I do. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're going to be you know, Ivy League kids. I know they're only babies, but it's a start and you need to get your child the best start. And a routine in a child's life is one of the most key things that you can give them. And a preschool starts that, you know. Preschool starts a great routine for your child. And if you don't have a place for your child, which every child is entitled to, may I add. So the fact that they're just saying, oh, we might be able to place them is wrong. Because the government says that they're entitled to two free years. So those two free years were subsidized to the before five. I don't understand where they're coming with this financial aid thing. Okay. You know. Okay. Donna, I hope something works out and I hope we can get so to the I. bottom of what's going on. It, I mean, it is. I was quite shocked this morning to find that, uh, particularly not just me, but Fergal, who would dig and dig and dig, can't find any name, any names of any trustees. Like, it's, it's, it's getting. It, it's mysterious, you know. Donna, thank you, and I hope something works out for Jackson. 0818 96 96 96. To reiterate the statement that they sent to us last evening they say they understand the impact of their decision that it wasn't made lightly there was a, a myriad of different reasons they go through all sorts of things financial challenges regulations operational challenges recruitment issues and they say they're faced with the difficult choice of closing the doors they said they had thoroughly considered all the alternatives and this decision this is bizarre this decision is in the best interests of everyone. That's their statement issued to us last evening. The best we, we had contact with them asking for an interview. The line in the statement is this decision is in the best interests of everyone. I don't think it's in the best interests of young Jackson. Do you now? Oh, eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. A meeting has been called of the staff at before five for midday today, uh, where hopefully, hopefully they'll get a better brief on, on what's happening. Their jobs are gone. Fourteen or fifteen staff and a hundred uh, young kids like Jackson, but also Councillor Kenneth Collins. Uh, other children benefit from it too because there's a there's a homework club. But this news arrived 
out of the, you went like we're not saying this is this isn't some fly by night operation that arrived last week. You went to to this place. Morning. Good morning. How are you this morning, PJ? Yeah, I am. Um, I attended forty three years ago. Um, it was probably state of the art at the time. You know. Um, to, to hear the news yesterday that it is shutting down is, is devastating for the community. Churchfield, Grunewald and surrounding areas, um, you know, the amount of people that went through that service over the years, you know, it's survived probably two recessions and a pandemic and they're citing funding. Um, I, I believe the, the, the country's a wash of money. Surely we can do something here. Surely the government can step in. Um, I'm just so disappointed to hear this maybe Cork City Childcare will um, step in 12 months ago it happened in Stepping Stones in Farnery they, yes. they were shutting down that story. same yeah. thing if you can remember um, and you know in fairness Cork City Childcare came together and advertised and, and they got a service to come in and to run the, run the Stepping Stones so maybe the same thing can happen here I know myself and Mick Nugent and Thomas Gould will be calling a meeting okay. uh, to see where, we're go- where, where this is going to go, you know. Was there any notion, because you're all very active public representatives on, on the ground, all the public reps up there from all parties are very active on the ground. Did anybody have even a sniff, Ken, that this was about to happen? No, no, no notification whatsoever. It's a staff member contacted me to inform me that they got a text message to say their job is gone, and I, I was shocked to hear it. Um, I think it was appalling to, to text your staff in the manner to, 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 to tell them that their jobs were no longer there. I think it was a wrong, a wrong, wrong decision from the board. Maybe the board are under pressure. Um, but By the way, and I, again, look... I'm not suggesting that there's anything sinister that I can't find the names, but do you know who's on the board? I don't. I'm looking into that at the moment. I made a few phone calls yesterday, um, and I'm waiting on... So it's a CLG, so it's company limited to guarantee. So it is a company set up there, so yeah. obviously they'd have to have some sort of um, memorandum of understanding, and, 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 and so, you know. But um, it's it's... The, the whole community is shock over it, it total shock you know the fact that there's 100 children due to start there next week um, as, as Donna was saying earlier like no have no space and no place you know the pressures that parents are under is, it, it, to scramble out to see can they get their child in somewhere else it's, a week before we start, it shouldn't happen. The whole dropping of a text message uh, in the middle of the afternoon, a week before you're due to open. Like, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, and somebody will if I'm not. If I am, nobody from before five woke up yesterday morning and realised there was such a situation at hand that they'd have to close. This doesn't come no, at you out of the blue. No, this is an ongoing issue. Um, so they, they would have known probably start of the year. I know um, they were in talks with a, another provider, but maybe the talks broke down there. Um, and that they were in, in speaking with the staff and they gave new contracts, but obviously talks broke down between before five and the, the provider that was due to come in and, and, and take it over. So um, maybe Cork City Childcare can do what they did for Stepping Stones, come in, advertise it, because it's a fantastic facility. As I said, I, I attended there 43 years ago. I saw um, a photograph. I'll spare you blushes. 
What I mind that uh, Joe that interview that RT did uh, years and years and years ago. You'd have to pause and stop it, but uh, you know, all the boys had the blue petticoats on, and the girls had the pink ones. You know, but no, I'm just thinking. I'm just it, thinking of you, Ken Collins, in a blue shirt, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> if only they'd realised. Yeah, where I've come today, but you know. Uh, I, I uh, look. It's, it's it's sad for the parents. I know. It's sad for the staff members that they're losing jobs. I know we're, we're laughing here, but at the end of the day, you know, it's the terrible. Seriousness it's dreadful. It's dreadful. It's very, very. And, the, very and I think the way it's been done. Making. The way it's been done. Yes. Like, like, yes. I'm sorry, no, but this is this is shades of Vita Cortex. This is shades of deb- Debenhams. A text message yeah. to a staff member. Your job is gone. The legislation has to come in. To, I mean, there's proper notice. If you're handing your notice into your employer, you have to give a certain length of time True. notice. You know, and you, sometimes you might have to give it in writing. Where this this is, you know, a text message to say your job is is no longer there. It's it's not acceptable. All right. We'll see what comes out of that meeting at, at twelve o'clock. If there is any member of the board of directors of the Before Five Family Centre listening then I would love to speak with you. I promise I'm not going to have a go. i just like to talk to you. That's all. Maybe answer a few basic questions about how we have come to this. Because it's the thing that the local reps want to know. It's the thing that the parents want to know. How have we come to this without anybody knowing about it? So, open invitation. I won't bite. I'll be very nice. I just want, if there's any member of the board of directors listening to us, um, pick the phone up, 0818969696. That's an open invitation. We just want to find out a little bit more. Elaine Dunn, Chair of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers. Elaine. Uh- this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Um, Good morning. Hey, uh, any sign of any of this? Did you did you know? Did you hear? Did you get a sniff? I mean, this has been around for 50 years, this place. No, I, I, we had no idea that this was going to happen. Um, it's, it's very sad to see. Um, but it's the same story around the country when you're seeing these pressure closing down. It's down to the funding. It's down to the overburdening of the administration. It's down to the staffing crisis. I, we had a meeting last night in Cavan and the same story all around. Many of them saying that they may be forced to close the doors. I mean, it's time for government to really start listening. There's a hundred and odd children here now displaced this morning and families like have nowhere to go and there are no places in Cork. I, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, I'd love to talk to the board to see if there's anything that the Federation can do to support the families. Um, I'd love to talk to anyone that is willing to have a conversation about what can we do to stop this closure from happening and not displace all of these children and these families. If they say that Cork City Childcare will provide support to find alternative providers, what is your saying? There isn't any. There isn't any. Look, we did this the eight, that service that was closing down for 88 children there a few weeks ago. So we tried to find places for those children and we struggled, struggled to find places. There are no places. And look, they're not the only ones that are saying that they're, they're closing. There will be more closures in, in the coming weeks, I can guarantee you that, yeah. because we're seeing it now nationally. And Minister Gorman and his department are not listening at all. And it, it's appalling what's going on to see all of these children displaced like this. It's not right. They cite financial regulation operational recruitment challenges the, the thing that's sorest about it though Elaine and I don't know whether you're able to comment on this is how out of the blue it's done just dropping a text message to parents and staff in the middle of the day uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that it was done like that I mean if the board had got in contact with the CCC there in Cork who are a great, um, the county child care committee said they would have supported them and probably would have helped them, but um, we could have done the same. But, you know, you have to communicate with people. I'd love to talk to the board and see, you know, why the decision was made the way it was. I didn't realise it was done by a text message mm. um, to parents. I, I didn't realise that that's, that's not okay. Um, but if there's no money and there's no staff, then the service cannot open. It's and as simple is, as that. Is regulation getting more difficult, Elaine? Look, regulation there, you know, it's, it's there for a reason. It, it was so lackadaisical for many, many years, and then it brought in regulation. Are we over-regulated now? Yes. Like, if you have a, an inspector that comes in and picks you up on, on a bit of dust on the wall or a pedal bin in the toilet, the pedal isn't working, yeah, that's over-regulation, absolutely. Okay. You know, and, and we, we do hear those stories, you know, but... The biggest problem at the moment, the challenging problems are the funding, yeah. the staffing crisis. I mean, I know many of us are closing down rooms, including me, we're closing down rooms because we can't get staff anywhere. We cannot get qualified staff. Yeah, yeah. Elaine, thanks as always. Elaine Dunn, Chair of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers. 0818-969696. Public reps know nothing about the reasons behind this. No contact was made, according to Councillor Collins, no contact was made with local reps to see if they could help. Parents are saying they, our parents are being told by before five that all alternatives were exhausted, but yet we've no idea what any of those alternatives were. And I'm putting it out again. 
I, look, it's probably going to fall on deaf ears. We don't even know who the owners of those deaf ears are, and that's okay too. But if there's anybody from the board listening who's willing to talk to me, I really would appreciate it. 0818-969696. Now, Deputy Mick Barry has been on and said, if the parents and staff organize a protest, there would be massive support and it will be justified support. Parents are universally worried about childcare. He also says this is going to keep happening until childcare and early years is set up properly uh, by the government in the way they do with primary schools with funding and a proper program. Yeah, I, 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 I 100% agree. <laughs> Myself and Mick Barry have our differences politically, but I couldn't disagree with him on that last point he makes there. Right, this has come from... Sinead, okay? This comes from Sinead. Sinead Cummins, she asked me specifically to give her name. And she says, PJ, I had to send this email as I have nowhere else to turn to. At 10 past four on Wednesday, I got a text message to say the current childcare provider that I've always used for my kids will no longer be in operation. They won't be opening their door next week. A week's notice. PJ, I have five kids and I work from home. This coming week, I had plans to send my twin girls, age four, back for their second year of preschool. I'd also planned on their little brother, AJ, to start attending creche. AJ is autistic, and I had this made well aware to the facility before the end of year even began. I now have no other choice but to send my two four-year-old girls to school. They're only four since July. I'm in a situation where I have three kids aged four, four, two twins and a two-year-old with no childcare provider after having everything sorted for a long time. I simply don't know what to do. I have two older kids aged eight and six who go to school and now I'm caught between a rock and a hard place of either giving up my job or trying to do the impossible, find childcare for my kids. What is one to do? I worked full-time before my son was diagnosed with autism. I decided it was best for me to change to part-time. He has a lot of additional needs. So now, even for my part-time work, my child's expected to stay at home and not get additional resources or social time that he deserves. The place I had planned for him to do this has decided to not open its doors. PJ, I am outraged. I was so looking forward to him starting, to bringing him along, to meet little people his own age, and maybe even bring on his vocabulary a bit. He's non-verbal at the moment, but boom, he hasn't even got a chance. I think this behaviour is scandalous and unacceptable. How can they do this to the kids and to the parents? I don't even know what else to do now. I've phoned everywhere, I've emailed everywhere, I've messaged everywhere. Everywhere either said, he's not eligible, as he's not a certain age, or we're full. How are parents actually meant to support their kids or even return to work when having a space available anywhere for their kids seems impossible? It's heartbreaking for kids that they're expected to wait for absolutely no reason. My autistic boy is one of the most amazing human beings in the world. I've just told a premises about his special needs and they've just decided to close their doors. I'm heartbroken. If anywhere knows of any creche facility... On the north side especially, I'd really appreciate it. Kind regards, Sinead Cummins, and please do read out my name. 
I don't think that requires any comment from me. Jackie, you were listening to both Donna and Sinead. Donna was talking about her boy Jackson, Sinead about AJ on the email there. Morning. Yeah, morning. It's just, I have experience with a child with autism. My own child has autism. He's mm. 16 now. Yeah. And I have, an exper- I have experience of mind and twins as well. Right. I'm actually on my way now to mind my granddaughter for the day. Okay. So I can help her out if she needs it any time. Okay, okay. It's an awful way for people to be left, isn't it? It way? is. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, very... I was crying trying to get a place for my son when he was about three, four. I was crying trying to get a place. I know. I know. And Scott Podrick here rung me up literally on the day. They felt so sorry for me. He rung me up and fitted them in. Yes. Did you know? Yes, yes. It's yes. an awful position for parents to be in. Yeah, and I remember 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago, we were looking for a place for our lad, and it's it's it hasn't gotten any easier. In actual fact, it's gotten harder. I mean, my lad was in preschool when he was diagnosed, and I had to literally go in with him every day. I was guarded vetted. I had to be, you know, to be guarded vetted to stay there with him. Yeah. I mean, they should, they should go back to parents, five, four or five parents, minding the children in their house, totally parents, gather them all and sit and mind them, go yeah. back and take the government out of it. Let the parents do it. If parents are stay-at-home parents, yeah. get a load of kids together and mind them and a few volunteer parents take ships that they're all, that you know your children are safe. Do you know? Take all this. That was the great way that the community ran in the past, Jackie. I, 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 yeah. I wonder, would it work now, you know? There's too many regulations now. You can't do nothing. Mm. I mean, there's childminders everywhere. Grandparents minding children. I like me now. I'm on my way out to mind my granddaughter for the, you know, because she's not well, so she's not in crash this week. Okay, okay. So I mind. I'm just on my way there now. Literally don't call from his house to mind him. Right. Okay. Well, I let I let you go and do that very important yeah. work, Jackie. Pass her number on to me, and I can talk to her. Even if I can mind the kids for an hour or two for her while she's bringing other kids to house, school, whatever. That's very. That's very but very kind it's of you. Horrible. Situation Dreadful situation. Jackie, thank you. That's very, very, very kind of you. Back to the Before Five Family Centre. Another one, another person who caught up in this is you, Brenda. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Thanks for having me on. Delighted. What's your own story? So I have a child who's gone through the Before Five services um, and a child who was due to start next Thursday um, for crash services because it was such a fantastic place to send them. I chose to send my child early to avail of the services they provided. And yesterday we got a text, a very sort of impersonal text, I would say, at 4.15. I was getting ready to go to work and it was informing us that with immediate effect, the centre would be closed. Just like that. Yeah. As soon as that happened, my phone blew up with people reacting to it. I had people crying, just women in strife, not knowing what they're going to do with their children because mm. they expected them to start next week. Maybe one child finished and one child was about one to start. One child went through the service. Yeah. yeah, he's going to big school and the other child was down since birth to go there because the service, I can't recommend it enough. It was, they were just fantastic up there and not just as a creche and Montessori school, but also it gave um, adult programs like yoga. There was baby massage. There was a lot of different other um, schemes that they ran that were like amazing for the community. And it's so heartbreaking that that has been pulled so rapidly without any notice. Was there even the slightest 
hint that anything was up? Not at all. We all received our registration forms as we typically would in July to confirm our places with questions mm-hmm. asking about the children's preferences so that they could integrate into the school. We had sent them all back and it was just yesterday evening that we we got the notice. Oh, so all the paperwork was done, everything was tickety-boo and then... Absolutely. Bang. Wow. And would you see the reaction to it in terms of people saying, how could we have helped if we had known as a community that something like this was afoot? I am sure there would have been a groundswell of support to do whatever we could to fundraise to support the service and staying open. So that's what's really frustrating, that there wasn't even an opportunity given to us as a community to support this service. It was just a flash in the dark that they decided not, to close I, I, I'm not just saying it because they're my listeners and I'm not blowing smoke anywhere. It shouldn't be blown, as they say, Brenda. But I think the people in that part of our city, if you said to them, this place needs help, they'd have... They'd have torn up the road to help you. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Because people know how important it is. I can't recall how long it's been operating in the area. 50 but years. I know 50 when I was, years. 50 years. So I was meeting grandmothers and mothers when I went there first who said that they had gone through it or their children had gone through it and just talking so commendably about the staff and the professionalism there. Mm. It's very hard to leave your child, especially your first child, in a location. And they were so wonderful for me. I was pregnant at the time when I was leaving him. He was very emotional. It was in COVID, so you couldn't actually, you know, stay in there with him. Mm. And they were so incredible and made sure that he had the best start to education. So I was really looking forward to having a similar experience for my, my second child. And I'm sure everyone in the community would echo that. What are you going to do now for your second child? Now, thankfully, the Cork City Childcare Services did provide a long list of locations that may have facilities available. So this is the the group referred to in the message yesterday. Exactly, and I'm sure they were inundated with calls. They were very professional and got back to people as soon as they possibly could to try and offer some reassurance. Um, and I'd have to commend the Mon Ninara, which are looking into starting an afternoon session to to fill the void there. And that's basically they had no notice to do that, but they seem to be willing to do that. So hopefully, other you know childcare services might be able to do the same. But I understand it's very short notice. That's that's the big thing as well. People have to work, they have jobs. Childcare is a bit of a minefield anyway. And to have it just taken from you a week mm. in advance, you know, how are people supposed to cope? We're in a cost of living crisis as well, trying to secure new services. They might have deposits that need to be taken. Yeah. You know, I'm not too sure that the people who made this decision factored the impact it would have on the families. Yeah. Do you mind me asking, do you have the you work yourself, Brenda? I do. I work. I work part time, and okay. I was hoping actually with the my stri- my second child starting childcare that I'd be able to take on more hours. I work in retail, so we'll have a busy Christmas, yeah. and I was hoping that would be there to help and support me doing some more hours, perhaps. Mm. But. Well, I hope that you do get sorted with somewhere. Uh, I, I, I hope I do too, but mainly I hope for the communities, especially people who are starting the government-funded scheme. Already, I feel that there is some sort of discrimination in that there's only one intake there used to be two intakes before um and childcare services are stretched and if you're trying to avail of that and that's you know free childcare for part of the day for your children where are those people going yeah. to go yeah, yeah. brendan yeah, yeah. I, I wish everybody well it's 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 so it's Heartbreaking, actually. Brenda, thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. to reiterate again and 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 I am putting this out there uh, for what it's worth. If there's any member of the board of uh, before five listening um, that would be willing to, to speak with me, 
then I'd love to speak with you. But the board issued us a statement last evening and we had requested an interview on the opinion line, but they came back with a statement. They said this decision wasn't made lightly. We understand the impact it'll have. There was a myriad of different reasons. And they find themselves faced with the difficult choice of closing the doors. We have thoroughly, thoroughly considered all the alternatives and have made this decision in the best interest of everyone. And they refer to Cork City Childcare, which Brenda said has been very helpful with them, which is great. Donna hadn't had such luck uh, with them when I talked to her earlier this morning, but maybe it's just a, a question to keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Well, if we do get any more on this story, we will we'll bring it to you um, as it happens. 0818969696. There is a staff meeting at midday. Perhaps more will emerge from that. Courts 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.